0: hey everyone and welcome to the atomic cinema experiment i am peter and i am joined as always by my co-host tara
1: greetings citizens
0: Uh, there's cats chasing each other over there i was just I was caught off guard for a sec. Yes, we're going to talk about Terminator Dark Fate. This is our sci-fi movie podcast. We talk about science fiction films every week. This is actually an extra episode because when there's a new theatre release that we want to get to immediately, we we do it and we put it straight out and it's it's good fun. And of course, over the last three or four months, we worked our way through the entire Terminator franchise. Well, the movies anyway. We didn't do a TV show. Um, And we did Terminator, Terminator 2, Terminator 3, uh, Salvation and Genesis... And those were all meaty discussions. We went, you know, close to or just over two hours on every single one. And obviously the first two were very positive and had lots of analysis and sort of praise and all that kind of things. And then three, Salvation and Genesis, had a lot of uh, critiques and ranting and passion in a different kind of way. Uh, (laughs) So, and yeah, Genesis was a low point uh, amongst low points and we were very curious to see how this new film, Terminator Dark Fate, would 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 work, possibly salvage the reputation of the franchise, if possible. <laughs> so, we're here to talk about the sixth Terminator film. Uh, we will start spoiler-free, as we always do. We'll give you a warning in the middle before we go into spoilers. But here we go. So, the plot of Terminator Dark Fate is as follows. A villainous Terminator, which is called a Rev-9, is sent back through time to kill a young woman named Dani. A woman named grace is sent back through time by the resistance to protect her sounds straightforward so far right and ultimately though linda hamilton returns as sarah connor and is there as kind of a wild card and of course arnold schwarzenegger is in there as well but we can't really talk about his part too much so that's i mean he's in the trails and stuff but who he is or what's going on with him there's more spoiler <laughs> yeah. yeah get to that and spoilers uh but yeah so you know it's it's, it's got some fair enough, simple Terminator setup um, doing kind of the familiar Terminator
1: setup, yes
0: and that's basically it, and I will leave it there in terms of spoilers, and we will we will get cracking uh, with thoughts, so Tara Mm -hmm. this is a big moment because we've had very (laughs) negative opinions on the last three movies, and we hope that this one might not suck and dare I say I was cautiously optimistic (laughs) and I, I do mean cautiously so, Tara, did you enjoy Terminator Dark Fate?
1: I will say that, yes, I enjoyed it. Uh, yes, I think it's a pretty good movie. Um, th- I do have some things that I don't like about it. But for the most part, yeah, I was pretty satisfied. I thought it was a decent Terminator film.
0: What about you? Hmm... hmm. <laughs> um, i i do have problems um <laughs> some of them bigger than others um there's definitely going to be not a rant but there's there's going to be a a, a little speech about a certain type of film that gets made now which this falls into a uh, mold um but i will say this this is easily the best sequel since t2 uh, Easily. Admittedly, the bar is not <laughs> high for that. that low, But <laughs> but what this has that the others don't is I think this one does at least have something to say, and it has some really good ideas in there. I do think I wish some of those new ideas had more time spent on them. They feel a little bit rushed in places, but there is some good ideas in there, and there's actually some nice, uh, nice moments, and there's some good... Characters that are added, which is nice. It's the first time maybe that they've actually tried to make us care about new characters in a Terminator movie since T two. Yes. So <laughs> that's nice.
1: I think they did a fairly good job of mining through the uh, the sequels that we didn't like to get some of the ideas that worked also and put them into this one. I do really like the new characters a lot.
0: The new characters are, pr- are pretty good, um, and I think how they kind of set up the the what the future is like now and some of the other stuff. I think is good again. I, I do, almost every idea I like in this, I do think it feels a little short-changed, like I wish it was given a bit more time to like really cook, um. and I'll, I'll get into that a bit deeper when we actually go through the plot, but you know, there's definitely things where I'm like, I love the idea of this, like, oh, this is what we're doing with Arnold? Okay, I actually kind of love that idea, I just wish we spent more time focused on it so that we really felt the the story, you know, we really got the, the meat of it. Uh, sorry, Tara, no, no offense, uh, I used the word meat. <laughs> Sorry. Yes.
1: We really got the beans of it. I don't know. I don't care if you use the word (laughs) meat.
0: I was joking. It was a joke. Um, Thanks
1: for considering my feelings, though.
0: Yes. Um, So, yeah. So, uh, I mean, uh, some of the talking points we went through in all the the previous ones, I think we have to hit here. Um, So, there is, uh, at the very start of the film, there is a flash forward, as as we as we often see, or at least a vision of the future, as we see in the, the classic Terminator films. And what's funny is that as soon as this scene played um, in, in the theatre for me, I had this big grin in my face. Because what did, what did we say about both Genesis and Salvation especially? Not as, not as much uh, three, although three still felt a bit off. Um, we talked about how Where's the laser beams? Where's those sound effects? Why does it not look like Terminator flashback in the future? Where's all this shit? Yep. And this one gets it. We see <laughs> we see skeletons come out of water and we just hear the nah, nah, and I'll be like, holy shit. And then they go <laughs>
1: pew 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 and lasers come out. <laughs>
0: Yes, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, all right, you're starting me off on a good, good, good footing here. All right, yeah, <laughs> uh, nice, nice start, nice start.
1: And it doesn't look like a TV movie. <laughs>
0: uh it 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 doesn't. No, no, uh, it definitely looks the best out of the previous film. I I don't I don't think the direction is perfect. I think there was some murky action scenes, especially later on. Uh, but
1: oh yeah, I mean, I'm just talking about yeah. the scene specifically.
0: Yeah, I'll show you. The opening shot. Yeah, yeah. The, the the opening shot looks really good. Actually, there's this uh um there's also uh we'll talk about spoilers but mm. there's some
1: de-aging work that's done that it is insanely Mm. good yeah there is which is which is interesting also because i do have a problem with the visual effects and
0: yeah the the visual the visual effects across the board the the like on an average are probably mediocre like yeah um but the de-aging scenes are that's because they spent all the money so on the de-aging. Good. No, we need to make this. This has to be perfect. People will forgive bad CG action figures and explosions when the stuff's going on, but we need to get this perfect.
1: <laughs> it was the best that I've seen.
0: Uh, it might be the best I've seen, too, in terms of de-aging. Um, mm-hmm. So that's really cool. We will we'll definitely we can't talk about that until spoilers, though. Uh, this is yeah. cool. Um, so that's cool. Now, there's not a lot of it, admittedly, this future stuff, um, and there's reasons why later on there's different... The different type of future that we see that's different, but um, it, it did kind of nail that right away, uh, which is nice. Um, we always bring up music, and um, I do think this is easily the best soundtrack since T2. Um,
1: still not enough the main theme for me, but yeah.
0: Um, I mean, it's not actually that much. They less. open with
1: it and they end with it, and there's a, a nice, like, little soft. Do, 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 do. In the middle.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I don't need it to always be the big bombastic version. Like I'll, I'll take because the first time we hear it in this, actually, it's just really subtly in like some guitar, like it was like some Spanish guitar playing at one point when we were introduced to uh Danny's mm-hmm. character. And you, could say, and you could just hear it a little bit, in <laughs> it, and I'm like, oh, they, they sneak they snuck it in there. That was that was nice. <laughs> like I don't need it to be the big bombastic version. There's actually quite a lot of hints of it in this. Uh, maybe even more than well, Terminator maybe. Two. I haven't
1: listened to the score on it.
0: Um, but I, I really uh I dug the music a lot, and I think some of the big payoff uh like big the big bombastic moments where it really kicks in the big themes uh, are really good uh so that's nice. I'm I'm pleased to be positive about the music. Um, I think if I'm if I'm making like sort of general complaints about, about uh things all other than just like some of the ideas feeling a little bit rushed, um, and maybe some pacing issues where it kind of sags a little bit in the middle, um, is yeah there is okay so there's this general thing i can maybe talk about again a bit more in spoilers when i can bring up some specifics but i do want to say it does kind of fill fill in this very cynical part of my brain where people can be comparing this to the force awakens right and you can actually you can you can literally take the force awakens and assign the characters in this to the characters in the force awakens and it, it works almost perfectly right uh, I won't do it because it'll spoil what happens to some characters in this, but you can just People about... have
1: been comparing it to The Force Awakens, you said?
0: Yeah. Huh? And, and, and it's I mean, actually... I
1: understand why yeah. when you say it, but like...
0: And it's I it's really know. easy, and it, it fits into a mold, and I think it, 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 it lines up with The Force Awakens, but it also really heavily lines up with a couple other movies. It lines up heavily... With the ha- with Halloween from last year, it lines up okay. with Jurassic World. And what do all these movies have in common? They're all franchises coming back. They're all these nostalgia sequels that come back years later that exist to both sort of like like harken back to the originals and have a lot of nostalgia, but try and introduce new characters to take it forward. And I think they're like, and I like a, I don't, I mean I didn't like Halloween that much. I thought Halloween had some problems, and I think this movie suffers from some of the same problems, but it's not as severe as what Halloween did um but i do think there's a cynical part of my brain now where it's starting to feel almost formulaic where there's almost like a checkbox of how many times we have to reference something in the original film um, and it does it does have that sequel problem where it has to kind of it has to kind of ruin the ending of the good movie to have a sequel it has to mm-hmm. kind of do that and i w- we'll get into that in spoilers how it does that but it's kind of funny to me that one of the most notorious examples of that of all time is Alien 3, which is a sequel to a James Cameron movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's really funny that this movie kind of does something like that. And don't get me wrong, it doesn't feel as bad right. as Alien 3. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's so far removed and it's because it's like... Because this is one of these weird things where when I'm watching T1 and T2 now, I'm not going to just think in my head that this is definitely happening next. This is so far removed from those movies that this feels like an optional extension that happens years later. It's like an optional add-on, but it, this is never going to like. We are so far gone from T two there will never be a real T three. Never. I, yeah,
1: I don't think that. I don't think it's impo- I don't think it's possible to make one.
0: Is like it, the only it, thing
1: that would work is if you. I. I really love the new characters in yeah. this movie and i think you could have made a great terminator film with just them yeah you didn't need arnold and linda hamilton linda, linda hamilton yeah. in this though I, I do really love seeing sarah connor and I, I like her her journey in this i think it's a little bit on the nose with some of the dialogue that she has oh, but that's okay
0: one of her, one of her first <laughs> lines was one of the worst lines of the movie i hated the yeah they gave the, her a line need
1: it. um i gotta <sighs> say I kind of wish Arnold wasn't in it.
0: Here's here's the weird thing. Here's the weird thing. Arnold has a couple of great moments, and I he love... He is
1: hysterical in this movie. Like, he has the funniest
0: lines. Well, he's 50-50. I kind of wish
1: that he just wasn't in it at all.
0: He's 50-50. He's got two really funny lines, and then he's got two really, really bad jokes that reminded me of Terminator 3, and I, I cringed. Right? I'll I'll say I'll say one of them we'll, right now. Yeah, we'll
1: save them but like
0: I'll no, I'll say one right now. I'll just say the one about it and it's Texas. That made me groan. I hated that line. Oh yeah. I hated that line. Um but anyway, um, uh, like so, it it does this thing where like it has to kind of sh- break because because Terminator Two ended the story; it was perfectly complete and succinct and like yeah, that's it,
1: the thing. But if you want to make a Terminator Three, then yeah. you
0: have to and, have and, a new Judgment Day, and that's what this is. That, this movie is wanting to be Terminator Three, but it's also wanting to be the start of a new Terminator trilogy. It's wanting to be. It's wanting to be the rise of the Terminator of the Apes, or whatever you want to call it. Right? <laughs> and for the record, that that Apes trilogy is the gold standard for bringing right. a franchise back. That is what I Absolutely. will compare everything else to when it comes to bringing something back for a new go-round. And yeah, that- Especially when it comes to a franchise, you're like, do we need this? But, yes, we need this. <laughs> but but to go back to my, my point about, um, it, you know, we're never going to get something that feels like a true T3. Even if it was James Cameron directing at this point, it's just too, it's too far now. Like, it's the same with uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That doesn't... That doesn't. It, like, when I think of Indiana Jones, I don't think of it as a quadrilogy. I think of it as a trilogy, and then there's that fourth extra mm-hmm. one that you can add on. Yep. Um, When I think of Jurassic Park, I think of it as one trilogy, and then the jurassic world the trilogy jurassic World
1: trilogy yeah. that's coming
0: out yeah and it's kind of this optional add-on i mean hell even this the second two are optional then I mean, the first one just kind of stands on its own really but um <laughs> yeah but it, even uh, though the
1: second one's
0: spielberg <laughs> yeah so and like and it's just kind of this thing where once enough time passes like it's always going to have this kind of like i don't want to quite say fan fiction although a lot of them do feel like that but it, it, it always has this kind of separate thing because now you've got someone who grew up loving it and is a fan and is now making the movie and it's always yeah. going to feel like second generational and to me that always, it, it makes it feel like this movie is on par with like a, a tie-in novel which doesn't mean it can't be amazing and maybe I'll love this new tie-in series but it's always going to feel like this optional extra thing that's tacked on as opposed to the original core real thing. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, it does uh and i, I felt so. and i felt so even though i was as i was mostly enjoying this movie I, I i did have that feeling um where oh this is an optional add-on it's an extra thing uh it's it's pretty nice i i think there's some pacing issues. i don't think the action like there's some good action scenes and there's a couple that i don't think are that good i think it goes too big at one point with the plane i, I thought that was pretty bad um um
1: uh, i didn't think it was bad like i found myself like like a little bit of white knuckled uh during the scene <laughs> um i did think it was a lot <laughs> I, I just <laughs> lot yeah i just on. it's just it's so just excessive kind of one up itself
0: yeah it's just so excessive everything has to be and you know credit where credit's true there is some it, it does can maybe follow the structure a little bit too closely because i complained in both um three and genesis about this but it does that thing where it kind of mimics the structure of t2 where when the, t- the terminator yeah. and the hero find each other it, it's immediately followed by a very similar like chase where the, the evil terminator is in a big like vehicle right <laughs> and then the, the hero's in like a small car or bike or whatever and it's this yeah. it's this very similar kind of dynamic and they were definitely doing that and it kind of can't help but yeah. reference the old movies a lot and don't get me wrong some of them work really well and the best references to old material in the original films, are the ones that tell us something about how things have changed, but then there's ones where, oh, that song from the bar from T2 is just playing randomly at one point, and it's like, okay, we've referenced them too much now. Stop it. This, this is one too many. Or, they have Linda say, I'll be back, and it's a second line of freaking dialogue. And it and the worst part of that moment is is that if that had came later when she was like really doing something badass, it might have worked. But she literally just walks away for a minute and then they steal her car and she's like shit and she runs back up the hill and I'm like, She didn't even do anything. She didn't even do anything cool after she said it. (laughs) Yeah. Like so we didn't
1: get come with me if you want to live exactly. I thought that was very bold of them. (laughs) (laughs) It was bold of them. what a very That's fair. very yeah what a very brave move of the writers and uh, the directors I'll, and I'll, go with, come with me if you want to live
0: <laughs> so I'll tell you other things I like I like that Rev 9 the, the villainous Terminator um, played yeah, cool. played by oh his name's not high Gab- up in the list Gabriel Lunas yeah he's a He's um from Agents of Shield season four. I know I him from that. So so I like the actor anyway. Yeah,
1: he's Ghost Rider, right? Yeah. I didn't watch it, but I think I heard that he was a standout. Yeah, he.
0: The he series. Yeah, he was good in that, and uh, he he he's he's not he's not oh, he's pretty good. I think the script does a disservice to him a little bit in that. They they kind of like out like not outsmart him but they kind of outgun him so much that he stops kind of he, he kind of loses his menace a little bit. But what I will give them credit for is they never played him for laughs. They never like, did any stupid mm. humor with him. They at least treated him like he was menacing, even though I think he lost his menace via other problems in the script. But he never lost it because they were trying to make him be funny or light or whatever. Like even though they show that he has more of a personality to to infiltrate, it never felt like funny or anything. It felt like no, this is malicious because he's he's manipulating people. He's like tricking them into. Lull in their senses or, or whatever. It's it's mm-hmm. an evolution of what like uh, the T one thousand could do a little bit of, um. So that's that's kind of cool. Um, another thing I really liked is that the heroes, um, were all vulnerable. Every one of them felt that like they could be beat. Um, for the most yep. part, um. I like the Grace, like, even though she is kind of this badass, she had weaknesses, she wasn't, like, just superhuman. She super has human. rules that she has yeah. to
1: follow throughout, and the movie stuck with them.
0: For, for the most part, I think there's, like, again, one moment in the plane sequence where they maybe went a bit too far with, like, what she can take.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe.
0: Uh, it's a minor thing, but I just, you know, it stuck out to me. It's like, okay, I, I've liked the, the parameters of what she can do so far, but this feels a bit just to... We're going for the mm-hmm. big, ridiculous CGI moment, and uh, we have to do this but um i like that I, I i like danny um they did a good job and i think one of the things i like to the stuck because I, I think there's some pacing issues early on um after because i think the first like 15 20 minutes are paced really well but i think it gets mm-hmm. to that you know so again i'll compare it to t2 to just sort of say it without spoiling anything that moment in t2 where the terminator and t1000 meet in the hallway with john connor right that moment the equivalent of that moment in this happens too soon when it happened, I was like, "We're doing this already. We've not built up enough to this." Like, I, I felt like we've been shortchanged in the build-up because everything before this, like seeing Danny like go home to her, her brother, interest him, meet her father, I felt like I was getting to know her. I was starting to like her. It was given. It was really given her that Sarah Connor treatment. Here's this normal girl who's, you know, strong and smart in other ways, but she's not a fighter. She's not like a some you know Rambo chick. No, but she
1: she's clearly coming off as a leader and someone yeah. who will step up. For people. Yeah,
0: she looks after her father. She's kind of the responsible one in the house. She's likable. She cares about them. It's giving you this yeah. this idea of who she is, and she's friendly. She stands to up for
1: her brother at, at work, also. Like, yeah, it, you know, yeah, it,
0: it, I
1: it, liked it, her.
0: It's doing these things, and it's it's making her likable. And, and I,
1: I I thought it did a really good job of his, like making me care about those side characters too, because you know things happened to people in the movie, mm-hmm. and I got you know a little emotional about it
0: yeah no um I, I think it handles that stuff well and it is worth mentioning that this movie is you know i, I am saying this the first 15 20 minutes is kind of almost perfect it's kind of funny that that's the 15 20 mm-hmm. minutes that has neither linda hamilton or alice schwarzenegger in it like th- this is just the new characters and yeah it's almost once they have to start rushing through the, the action stuff that it kind of maybe loses its pacing a little bit for me um in some ways yeah
1: yeah i agree which is not um, to say that
0: that action scene isn't good because the action itself is pretty exciting and you know uh, yeah
1: especially the chase i mean i know we've seen it in, yeah. in every terminator film but i mean it is a formula that
0: works it i mean what i like about it um is it really shows off kind of how the rev 9 works and especially and
1: I, mackenzie davis's character grace
0: yeah and wh- one of my favorite things about the rev 9 though is because we've seen the trailer this is not a spoiler that he he can separate the liquid metal part uh, to into another body uh, just it's just liquid metal like the T1000 and the original skeleton is also operating on its own so there's like two mm-hmm. of them um, every time he reforms with himself I loved that every time every time he like just yeah. sort of like absorbed his skeleton again I was into it <laughs> I was like yes because yeah. <laughs> he would do it like mid run or he would do it like well at the middle of an action scene it just looked really cool I was into it every time yeah
1: I did yeah uh, yeah he was he was
0: very cool yeah I dug that um so let's talk about something else. Let's talk about some. Uh, we can't talk about all of this yet because some of it is spoilers again. But let's talk about how ballsy this movie is in terms of its politics. Because this movie starts off in Mexico. The main characters, uh, well, the main character is Mexican, and um, like she's a pivotal part of this movie. And half of this film takes place in Mexico. And there is several scenes where characters are speaking in Spanish with subtitles, and I applaud that. I I, I like that a lot. Yeah, me too. Um,
1: I really liked it. I mean, Mexico is part of the canon in Terminator, also. That's, that's, Linda that's true. Hamilton. But Sarah Connor is very comfortable there.
0: But <laughs> that's the thing. It's also again, I can't talk about all this until we get to spoilers. But it's also very feminist, and it's, it's it has very. something. It has something to say, which is something that the last few movies did not. Did the last few movies had nothing to say? Yeah. i I think this movie is at its best when it's introducing new ideas and it's almost the almost shackling itself to referencing the old movies is kind of a problem and i actually have some ideas with how i I would have spread it out maybe a little bit i might have saved arnold for the second film assuming we get one which it's not making a lot of money so probably not but
1: uh, (laughs) yeah i saw that yeah shame because i thought people i thought people would go see this too (laughs) i think everyone's just going to see joker again
0: no, it's not that Tar <laughs> no, it's not that it's it's because if you put out three shitty sequels in a row it doesn't matter how good the next one is they're just not gonna go see it this is, this is burning yeah, your audience
1: but the trailers were really good
0: <laughs> like it's it's not the films that suck that get penalized. it's the films that come after no matter how good or bad they are yeah
1: well, so take note producers and directors make a good movie the first time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it was that simple. <laughs> it was that simple? Hire uh, me. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I... So, I, I think it has some problems there, but, like, I don't like the new characters, and I do like a lot of the action, and I like a lot of the ideas. And I can't, I can't talk about any of them until we get to spoilers, but um, it, it does have a lot of good qualities. It has a lot of good ideas and a lot of good qualities. Um, it does it does suffer from not having a James Cameron or someone of the caliber of James Cameron directing it. It definitely felt like a lesser movie uh, just in a pure craft level because of that. There's some choices here or there where I went, Oh, that was just a bit generic looking. Like if this was Cameron or someone else, that that could have been like a a moment, you know, that could have been like a memorable.
1: Yeah. We brought up the special effects. There's just something about like the movement of the Terminator and of grace. Like Mm -hmm. when, That it just looks cartoonish sometimes, and it really takes me out. Uh, I don't need it to be like if you can't make it work with practical effects, like a fight scene with practical effects, then like why? Why do you have to make everything CG? Because it it, it's it's not going to work. Like it's, it's something so unnatural about the movement of it that is i i don't know like i didn't like it
0: this goes back but... to the problem um of like the, the big you know plane scene is like it has to keep escalating they have to keep going bigger so it has to be just be more and more cg and it's like no like so some of the best scenes <laughs> like, like like the reason why terminator one and two have barely aged uh, as far as i'm concerned is that some of the most intense stuff is just really intimate like tense action like, it doesn't have to be this big like blockbuster like this movie costs like 180 million dollars to make you could have made it for half that you could have toned down some of those action scenes and made a better movie out of it, and it
1: yeah. I much I cheaper. mean, what Mackenzie Davis like went through her transformation to become this character. She is a badass, and uh, yeah. I would have loved to have seen her like fight toe to toe with the Term- with the Rev Nine, but instead we just get this like CGI mess. I mean, and some of the scenes are great. And some of the scenes are just in the same fight are just like, ugh, that's yeah. part of the same movie? And uh, Yeah, unfortunately that's, that's just still there. It's part mm. of all the sequels and it's still here now. And
0: it sucks. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and it's funny because it, this was cheaper than the last one, I think. Um, but it's still a very yeah, expensive I think movie. So. Um, and
1: I, I think you sort of brought it up before, but like I just wish that they trusted us to get the message without anybody just saying it directly sure. to the audience. Yeah. Well, what this is, what, what we're doing. Like, I don't, I, I think that happens a lot. I think it would be an okay not to get like, to watch, watch it through the acting rather than people just say what they're Thinking.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of lines that are, are a bit too much that kind of over explain it, but I kind of got what it was doing yeah. before then. There's, there's a reveal like two thirds out of the movie that I really like. um It's a really simple little thing, but it really sets up kind of a, a big statement that the movie's making, and I think it's really, mm-hmm. really nice. um So, no, I mean, so the direction is not amazing. The direction's like, it's okay and a lot of it but then some of the action scenes i think it gets too muddy um like you know i i thought there was parts of that that plane stuff that was just unintelligible you know it was just cutting around too quick you know i wasn't really following exactly where characters were at any given point and it just felt a bit too big and silly um for me to really really get into it but here's something that i do Mm -hmm. love about the movie right something that they did try to change a little bit and i don't think they do enough of it again much like a lot of the other ideas i feel like they had to give it more time and more of it but I love that there's an attitude in this movie from about, like, not even that far into it. It's it's kind of like maybe, like, 40 minutes into the 2 movie. Like, instead of wanting to run, like, the main character turns around and says, okay, how do we kill it? right mm-hmm. because if you take a terminator one and two at no point like all other than saying you know can it be killed and then you know whoever's from the future says no it can't be killed probably not and they just keep running there's never a plan to like whereas here it's like no let's be proactive let's make up a kill box let's let's get the right weapons yeah. Let's let's form a plan and take this asshole out like and i'm like yes this is different yes have them proactively try and trap a terminator or try and kill a terminator this is mm-hmm. really fun stuff um and I don't think they actually devote that much to it, like, it really- they kind of just stumble into it eventually anyway, <laughs> but- Yeah. Um, but I, at least I like no, the, right. the- the thought process coming up, because it was like, okay, this is different. Yeah, I think that's pretty much, uh, all we can really say before we really dive into spoilers, because we're going to work through this whole thing, we're going to go through it, so, um, we will- we will dive into spoilers from- from henceforth. Uh, before we do, though, Tara will tell you how you can support us.
1: Well, you can check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash T V and you can donate as little as a dollar per month and that dollar gets you bonus episodes of the Ace, including all the... We're working our way through the transfer films. So, if you enjoy epic science fiction sagas from the 80s and 90s, yeah, check it out.
0: <laughs> yeah. I can't sell it better than that myself. That's... Uh... <laughs> That's what it is. So, uh, movie starts with a bold, bold choice. They intersplice the uh, the videotape of Sarah Connor from T two talking to Silverman mm-hmm. in between. Everything there. you know is gone. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Great. You, me, him. Everything. <laughs> Anyone who's not wearing ten million sunbots gonna have a real bad day. Get it? I've seen that movie a lot. <laughs> yeah. She's great. Uh, uh, we have this great because the, the the opening to the the future stuff as uh, there's, there's some narration which I I knew as it started that like, oh, Tara's going to hate this because she hated it in all of them, <laughs> but you knew they were going to do it. You knew they were going to have Sarah Connor narrate at the start to like match T2. Yep.
1: It
0: was always going to happen. Um, but uh, we we get like the like there's just you know it's a beach, it's a close up of the the beach right, and the water is like you know coming in and out, and. It's like slowly revealing like something under the sand. And after a couple of times, you can start, is that a skull? And then it sort of clicked and I was like, oh, we're in the future. We're, we're, yeah. we're, 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 we're in That's the future. Cool. Uh, and then the camera pulls it up and back. And eventually, you see, like, you know, the T 800s coming out of the, uh, the water, uh, just blasting. They're just walking out. It's as if they've been walking across the seabed. Like they've just been walking from like another island <laughs> and just come in. Yeah. Um, and it does this beautiful transition uh, after we see just, and again, the, uh, the hunter killers that are flying around look like the hunter killers from t1 and 2 just you know Yep. then over design them hk's <laughs> yep yeah. um and there's this great transition where like this this terminator like sees a little girl and like points this big laser rifle at it and then it like flashes to the because this is this is uh it flashes to 1998 and it's the same place it's the same place and the same little girl uh is like actually still just like they're playing on the beach and we get some D age in here because we see Sarah Connor. What like, and again, this really murkies up exactly when T two is set because we, were, like, is it like a year before Judgment Day? Is it like early ninety seven? I don't know. But this is this is nineteen ninety eight, and they look the same age. So Sarah Connor's sitting there looking like T two. Sarah Connor, John Connor, and this is the Edward Full cameo, although he's not really him. <laughs> uh, is kid John Connor looking the same age? He's getting getting a drink at the bar. Uh, he's he's all happy. She's all happy. She saved her boy they're, they're, they're mm-hmm. okay
1: he's kind of flirting with the girl
0: <laughs> yeah and then in walks de-aged arnold uh with the sunglasses on and it kills john connor right there and then and you know sarah comes running in and is like crying and arnold just walks away his job's done now mm-hmm. there's a lot to unpack here <laughs> there's a lot because the,
1: yeah there's a reaction <laughs> to
0: this online and I can't really argue with it too much that it kind of just shits all over T2 because it just takes it and throws it away.
1: I guess. But I mean, like you've already said, this already feels so far removed from the, yeah. those first two films. Like, just with time. I mean, maybe if you're, if you know, 10 years from now <sighs> and someone's a kid who's finally able to watch the Terminator franchise and just goes with, one, one two and what is this six?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: One two six and watches them that way maybe well any any that.
0: any good parents will be like no it's just straight to dark fate there's no there's no, no other movies in between yeah <laughs> straight Skip to dark it. fate <laughs> um, but like
1: you yeah, know like the, the, I can see that but at the same time like uh, it doesn't really bother me to be honest but
0: I'll, I'll tell you this though if this was if this was actually Terminator 3 that came out when I was like you know 13 or whatever age I was Mm-hmm. this opening probably would have made me livid like <laughs> it probably would have <laughs> absolutely infuriated me as it is though because I came into this expecting John Coyote Cary- I mean I was expecting him to be an adult right and like he was going to get killed to prove that yeah, the future he was changed yeah
1: calling that he would he would yeah. die in the
0: first 15 minutes I'll take the points yeah I'll take them I'll take them um Congratulations. But, like, but, like, but because I was thinking in that, that, that way, I was thinking about how this changes the plot and how we're doing something different. Um it also kinda like sets up okay how this is oh, It was another Arnold <laughs> again. <laughs> Once again, right? Um we'll get we'll get to the Arnold side though when we get to Arnold. I don't want to talk about him yet, because that, that he, he comes later. He comes later, right? Okay. D Arnold looks good though. He looks like T2 Arnold. Cool.
1: Yeah, it looks good.
0: All right. So it looks very visually impressive. And I think because I was expecting John Connor to die, even though I wasn't expecting it to be young John Connor, like, right after T2, because I was going to be expecting it, it didn't hurt me when it happened. I was like, okay, here's the moment, and this is sets up that things have changed and things are different. And uh, and here's the thing. What, I guess what...
1: it doesn't matter so much that he's dead now because of the events of T2 anyway. Like, the way they end, they stop Judgment Day. So, well, yeah, but like, it, it, he doesn't need to grow up to be a leader so, whatever he's dead
0: now <laughs> well, no it's, it' still matters though and to the audience because it's like killing you at the start of alien three. It's not about what how important sure, like, he is we love him it's we about caring about him, him. yeah, it's about yeah. caring about him. It's not about how useful he is in the future. it gives a shit <laughs> like he, he <laughs> right, but it's it, it basically the excuse here, and again, this is one of these little convoluted things just to justify why there's a plot is <laughs> like Skynet sent tons of Terminators back at the same time to different parts of the timeline, and this was the one that yeah. landed in you know nineteen ninety eight and it's like okay fine right i'll roll with it right because we have to have a movie so i'll roll with it but
1: yeah we have to have an arnold
0: right and that and this is why it's never going to be the same as t1 and 2 in terms of quality because ultimately no matter what we have to convolute away into a plot because we have to undo t2 every yeah. single time so that's your that's your big shock opening scene and then we go to present day mexico city and we actually do the uh the the orb in a highway again but this time it's like in the middle of the the actual concrete <laughs> it's like in the middle of the road um yeah and like grace like falls out and like hits something and lands and like this couple that like, come up to like her like hey are you okay like you fine and uh these like you know corrupt policemen come up to them i say corrupt because they're just kind of accusing they're just immediately assuming they're criminals for some reason mm-hmm. and uh it's like hey what happened here she on drugs because grace is kind of out of it and then grace kind of wakes up and like kicks the shit out of them um and simple little thing it shows us that she isn't the terminator of the two because when she's checking to see if she like has the same size of shoes as this other guy she walks up and puts her foot next to him like his next to Mm -hmm. his foot it says you know and that's when so it's almost a a laugh moment because it cuts to him in his underwear like screaming at her, like yeah you bitch you took my clothes what are you doing you know, uh, she always takes the men's
1: clothes. I think that's interesting.
0: That's true. Well, I think that's because of the future she comes from. It's like no one cares about fashion. There's, there's no women's no, clothes yeah. in the future. They're just they're What's just practical. Yeah, it's it's, it's not.
1: I think if this was a sequel in the nineties, she would have taken the hot women's clothes. But it's not
0: because <laughs> I think in the future it's not men's and women's clothes. It's just everyone wears the same thing. It's just the same. You know, yeah. I, I guess the point is is that men's clothes are just kind of the practical one usually. <laughs> Typical, sure, thing. yeah. Um, not always. I mean, you get assholes wearing all sorts of weird shit, but like a t shirt <laughs> is a t shirt. Um, yeah. and you know, it'll fit, may not be as form fitting, but it'll fit everyone. Um, so. But yeah, so she's uh, all all tough, and she rides off, and she's looking for looking for Danny, and we're interested. In Danny, we're interested. In her, she's getting food, and she's going home, and we meet her brother, who is like practicing for for his test. He's learning English, so it it, it so it establishes she can speak English, which is going to be important because she's going to be speaking to other characters later. Um, mm-hmm. But it shows us that she cares about him. She kind of like pulls him away from this girl he's trying to flirt with when they're leaving the apartment building, and you know all these little beats just give you a little bit of character. Um, so here's here's something I liked actually is that Rev Nine actually lands in the middle of the apartment building like it's, it's, it's the middle sort of courtyard area where all the washing is like been mm-hmm. been hung up, and he he lands again kind of up high and he falls down but he he lands like a Terminator he like lands perfectly yeah like on his feet and his hands like sort of in that crouched position, um so two things I liked here one he actually they actually programmed to land in the most likely place that she'll be obviously she's just left so he's just missed her but. This made sense. Like, if you if you yeah. can program it to land next to her apartment, that's a good place to land. Pretty good start. Right, that's good. That made sense to if me. Only
1: they knew her work hours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the uh, like the time travel is like like it's like approximate. Like they can only say it's within this ten hour window or something like that. So maybe they can't they can't be to the minute kind of thing. Right. That's my that's, that's my that's my head carry. <laughs> and then oh, they all, so the other thing I'm I liked not, here
1: is not a nitpick for me.
0: It's not. I mean, it's not a nitpick. I'm just, I'm just joking. Um, but like the other thing I liked here is that it actually kind of explains something that was never explained in T2. Because in T2, one of the things that I've always kind of brought up is not a, a, a like a nitpick or a, a plot hole, but just this idea that the T1000, when he morphs into different people, he also morphs the clothes. And I always assumed he'd taken the police uniform from the cop at the start. But that's You're right, yeah. this that, that just
1: crossed my mind too when I watched it.
0: Yeah, but this actually shows that no, he just touches the, the, the shirt that this woman's holding and he like morphs the, the the fabric around him. So it's like, okay, he's just like people, because we know they can copy people by touching them. He makes contact with this shirt and then he just has that shirt appear on him, like you know, via the liquid metal. And I'm like, Ah. Perfect. It's cool. always been liquid metal, it's never been fabric. Yeah. Easy peasy. Good, good good, job you put some thought into that um. and again it shows you how uh, like personable he is he's pretending to be a friend of her when he talks to the dad and all the rest of it um, and you almost get the impression that if it wasn't for the fact that he wanted to uh, like mimic him when he went to see her he'd probably just let the dad live because there's other, there's other parts of this movie where if he doesn't have to kill someone he just kind of leaves them alone like
1: yeah if they're not a priority
0: yeah he just kind of walks I mean, past the, some the people the Terminator
1: that we see come back uh, that kills John does that too like sarah's mm. not on his priority list he's just there for for john like even though she's like clawing at him and trying to get him yeah. he just walks right through her
0: yeah well i mean john's born like she's not a priority anymore because like the the the, the birth things already happened. john already yeah. exists so uh she's not as uh important in that sense but um i i, li- I liked a couple of these details just a little details here that i quite liked about him uh Doing this, but, but so I said that I like all this stuff up until now, but it does kind of get to the moment where they meet a bit too quick for me, you know. At the at the the plant where they work this uh, factory, and mm-hmm. um, you know, we have this meeting where you know, like he's he's disguised as a dad and he's walking up to her and he's going to, going to shoot her, um, and it's just at this moment that uh, Grace comes jumping in with the uh with the shotgun. What are you looking at?
1: Oh, something on my keyboard that doesn't belong.
0: Okay, <laughs> I was worried. I was worried there was uh, Beasties or something like that. Um, so, so, but I mean, in the moment happens, and this is uh, one of these first moments where you said like, the, the movements kind of off. Like, see when uh, Grace like swings this like sledgehammer at him, it just looks mm-hmm. fake. Like the whole thing looks CG. The movement feels off.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I did like the scene though when she's like tearing him apart piece by piece. Oh, And sure, you can yeah. see like the, the skeleton underneath constantly.
0: Yeah. And he gets uh eventually crushed uh because uh, Diego, uh Danny's brother, kind of like you know, presses and it which is almost like a fun reference to the uh the first movie, because that's how mm-hmm. the T-, T 800 gets killed. And so like, that won't kill him, we have to go, we have to go and they're like, what are we talking about? Like, we have to go, come on now. <laughs> um and this is where the big car chase like happens, and he's you know, she's throwing rebar at him, the the, the vehicle's like slowing down because it's running at of run out of fuel so she has to try and like you know slow him down somehow so they can get away and uh, they get kind of cornered Diego gets killed like he 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 gets rebarred first of all and then the car explodes and it's kind of you know And we kind of did this in Terminator 1 to an extent where Linda's roommate got killed but it was kind of just this after the fact thing where she didn't really like experience it Um, mm-hmm. you know we saw it but she didn't whereas this was like really kind of like tragic she actually saw her brother just like explode
1: yeah it got to me I got emotional during the scene yeah. I like Diego. We had enough of his character in their relationship for me to go, oh, that's
0: too bad. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was just enough. Like like you know, like, yeah. Any less, it probably wouldn't have worked, but it was just enough to make it feel like it mattered a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was good. And uh, Obviously, Linda Hamilton shows up uh, just in the nick of time, and they're, they're, they're probably going to get killed uh, with a giant shotgun and grey launcher. And that's fine, but we have to talk about the I'll Be Back. Like, she she says it for no reason. And I'm okay with giving her that line. You know, I actually... It, it oddly kind of worked in Salvation with Christian Bale, so I think you can, like, give it to someone else. Um, although, that said, Arnold has his own variation of it later, which I think works much better and has more impact. So... This you didn't
1: really need it from yeah him.
0: that that's that yeah. felt kind of cheesy connor. yeah that's felt like a cheesy little add-on just for like that's felt like the unnecessary fan service kind of moment to me yeah
1: you kind of i think they were hoping for an audience cheer moment
0: yeah it, it was too soon it was too it was, it was too soon and i think one of the complaints i have to levy at this movie as far as sarah connor goes is that while i like seeing her and she does feel kind of like right in a lot of ways because she feels like sarah connor Sarah Connor has not changed in 30 years. (laughs) And because they're scared to evolve her because they want her to be the Sarah Connor we all remember. But part of the reason why Sarah Connor on T2 was so great is because she'd evolved so much from T1. Like they took what happened to her in T1 and evolved it to a natural place in T2. And I feel like part of, and well, it's nice to see her and she does feel on point. It is very much here's the nostalgia version of Sarah Connor because we're, because because uh, t2 never even brought a lot of the music back from t1 like uh, arnold's theme was different but yeah. when we see arnold in this movie again it's the t2 arnold theme that plays you know the the the, the metal hitting the 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 drum or whatever it is yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. like you know, it's that again because we're we want nostalgia for t2 we want to make you feel like that movie again but t2 was never concerned remotely about saying hey we have to like make you feel nostalgia for t1 right there's like one line that calls back to it the come with me if you want to live in, and I, maybe I'll be back, but I mean, by that point, I'll be back was, like, in every oh, Arnold movie, so it didn't really feel like a T1 reference. <laughs> it's true. Um, so, like... There was sure a, he
1: says uh, it in the Christmas movie also. <laughs> to yeah, go all the way.
0: <laughs> uh, it does. He says it in tons of stuff. He says it in everything. Um, yeah. But, um, so, uh, there, is, there is definitely examples throughout this of the nostalgia stuff, like, being forced in that feels a little bit like, oh, we have to do this because it's a Terminator movie um when it yeah would... and
1: they i mean they put in some kind of a plot thing to make you be like okay then i guess that's why she's still this type of sarah connor she's still ready at all times to fight a terminator because yeah. uh, she gets these you know messages so she knows that they're coming back constantly and she never knows when she'll have to fight one so we have to keep sarah connor from terminator 2 at all times oh my yeah it, it's okay um I do. I, I mean, I I like seeing her in here. I like that we have Sarah Connor back, mm. but I agree. There are some cringe moments and most of them come from her, It's but it's not her fault. It's, it's just the, the script.
0: Yeah. It's just, I'm, I'm blaming Linda Hamilton. I'm saying that they, they just put,
1: she's got some great back and forth
0: with, yeah, with
1: Arnold later on, and and uh, even with these with the new characters.
0: Oh yeah, no, she has some great uh, sort of like arguments with Grace because she's really jaded and cynical, and she's like, "Okay, tell me where you're from, what's going on, like, you know, yeah. what are you? Explain yourself, blah 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 blah." Um, although there was one thing like that really bugged me. There was a little, it was kind of a joke where. Uh, she keeps her phone like a, an empty like potato chip bag because it, the foil blocks the signal, so she can't be tracked. And that that was fine, but then when she, when, when she's like sort of proud to ask why like this, and she's like, "Well, I really like potato chips," and I'm like, "That felt like so on Connor, <laughs> like what?" <laughs> I really like potato chips. I just feel like I guess, and
1: weird... she doesn't really talk about things she likes.
0: <laughs> I know. it's just it just felt
1: she likes guns and cigarettes and her boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so that yeah that was that was, that was that was a weird choice but um so that, so she actually i was gonna say they're together now but they're not really because they steal her car uh, they don't trust sarah connor yet so uh grace and danny steal the car and they actually established that danny can't drive which now that i'm thinking about it does actually is, is there for a reason actually there's a small point at the end that kind of I'll, I'll get to that when we get to the ending but i'll just mention it now but it, it almost like it was again for comedy here because she sort of starts the car and she's like i'll I'll just do it anyway and she kind of like stalls it a little bit and it's you know a bit ricky honestly she parked a lot better than i thought someone who'd never driven a car before would park when she when she stops at the the pharmacy uh.
1: <laughs> i guess um parking's not that difficult unless you have to parallel
0: park <laughs> yeah i don't know i just it felt like she should have hit something or something you know did the, they hit the, the fire hydra or something and <laughs> be like ah <laughs> a sprinkler system and yes. water starts shooting yes. out yeah. yes I'm, I'm half joking but
1: someone says my car
0: <laughs> uh but they say this thing where grace is augmented right that's what we find out is that she's been enhanced uh, she's still a human uh she volunteered for this um i like the volunteer element because it does make you think of uh of kyle right mm-hmm. it makes you think of that uh but they sell this idea that like her metabolism like goes through a lot and she's not really designed to last a long time like so they have to get her like, this these meds and i kind of like the desperation in this scene where like mm-hmm. they're on the run from this this you know this rev Nine, this this unstoppable terminator and they have to like stop and do this because otherwise like she's just dead in the water like she can't do anything yeah. um so i, I kind of like that that part of it um and this, this was really the first moment where danny uh, well i mean it's not really because the, the first moments where she's going to go to the cops and like basically uh grace has to convince her that the cops can't help you like if if you if you stand behind 800 cops all that's going to happen is 800 dead cops like that that is like mm-hmm. and we, we see the first movie we know that's true we, like mm-hmm. we, we've seen this in, in practice and she, she makes the choice, but I think the real choice though comes when she passes out, and the people who are in the pharmacy who were scared of her because she was waving a gun around, like, one of them goes for the gun and Danny makes the choice to die for the gun and sort of, like, continue the quote-unquote stick-up, so that she can get her out right. of there. Um, and that's kind of the moment. And, like, Sarah Connor just out there when they get outside, and again, it's kind of maybe this less joke moment where, you know, she's just really good at what she does, kind of thing. Um, True. So... That was that, but this is where it kind of slows down a little bit, and we get the okay, who are you? Who are you? You know, what do you do? Why are you here? And like, ah, they kill my son John, the terminators come back like every couple of years, and I get a text message saying, um, hey, what you know, and presumably all the ones she's fought up until now are all just other Arnolds, or what, or at least are, are terminators from his future, you know, they all get sent mm-hmm. back around that same time. um this seems to be like a new thing, this Rev 9 to her. And all that. And I think this is where we probably ne- ne- neatly go into the new mythology, where uh, we find out that the future is completely different. Uh, we find there that is
1: no Cyberdyne. No, there's no Skynet. No
0: Skynet, because she says Skynet sent them back, and she's like, what the hell is Skynet? What are you talking about? <laughs> and we find out about Legion, which is the new computer system that, that rises up. And it happens in... Well, it we must happen relatively soon, actually, because uh, Grace is a kid, we see her at the end, like, and she's not that far from what our age is in the flashbacks when we see... I think
1: they said four years from now, but she is yeah. from... Like, she went back in time from, like,
0: 2040-something. Well, that makes sense, because she's an adult. Uh, she's grown up. Yeah, it's, like,
1: 2042, but I think she said it was four years from now when when uh, the machines
0: Yeah, rise. so she's probably, say, like, somewhere between 10 and 12 when everything goes down, so she's, like... About four years from now, is 20, yeah, she's in a, you know, about 32 or something. I don't know, whatever, whatever age she is. Um, and it sets up this idea that it's not quite nukes immediately. It, it kind of sets up this uh more slow rollout by the sounds of it, where people were sort of panicking and realizing things were happening. I like that because mm-hmm. it's kind of separated it. And I don't really like how the, the Terminators in this new future look. I have to say, I don't like the whole spidery thing. Uh, that we see in one of the the flashbacks.
1: Sure, but it makes sense that they would look different because they're not developed by...
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say, is that I I at least like there's, there's an attempt to make... There's a reason why... It's like... Well, because one of the things with Terminator Salvation is, is technically that this is a future that happens later than the original future, so there's a reason why it might be a little bit different, but it's never really mm-hmm. a dramatic point. This movie goes out of its way to say, no, 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 this is a completely different future that happens for different reasons, uh, with different saviors, different machines, different everything. Um, the Terminators that we know, like Arnold as a Terminator is the last of his kind, because that kind is not invented in the future anymore, it's this different kind. If anything, the complaint yeah. I would then have is that the Rev-9 and his skeleton... Well, it's different, is it probably still too close to what we think of as a Terminator? Just because it has to look like a Terminator for us.
1: Yes, I, I agree. Like, okay, like, we get, there's a new company with a, a new AI, I should say, and a new threat, but they developed the exact same way as the old one did. Mm. Uh, the same plans.
0: Yeah. The same
1: time travel. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, to his credit though i don't think i don't think grace calls them terminators i think lynn you know or sarah calls them that yeah yeah i think so too it kind of catches on so i appreciate that at least that they didn't call them terminators in this future um however however no i think she did actually because she's in the car she says that if if you don't kill the terminator within the first few minutes you're probably dead which by the way that goes against everything we have ever seen every terminator ever has taken ages to kill (laughs) Just FYI, my eye. (laughs) But, yes. (laughs) uh, So I think she actually does use the terminology that I'm thinking about it. Hmm.
1: Maybe. Um, I can't remember if she said Terminator or like Machine. Well, that
0: said, though, that said, it makes sense, actually. I've got a reason why it it makes sense she uses Terminator. I'll get to that later. Because there's a line later on that I I almost hated and then realized why it makes sense and then loved it. So I'm going to get to that later. But, okay. (laughs) Be excited. Uh, So. So, yeah, we learn all this stuff, and we see... And I, I don't remember exactly when these flashbacks take place in the the, the, the the timeline, so I'm just going to talk about them now. Um, where we see, like, young Grace, uh, like, she's... Uh, we're in that kind of, like, a post-apocalyptic world where there's, like... Like, it, it looks like these, like, thugs are going to, like, steal what little food she's got left. Like, it seems like food shortages are a big reason why things go to shit uh, in the mm-hmm. world. And... Uh, we see her getting attacked and it kind of hints that whoever the saviour is is going to like jump out and save her, right? And we're all thinking, okay, she's gonna have a kid, right? Uh, who's gonna be, you know, Danny that is, is gonna have a kid in the future and that's gonna be the whole thing. We'll get to that reveal later. Um, but we see like a flashback where she's, you know, in the war again. She's on like a drop ship with all these other soldiers and they have this attack and we have this like sort of Terminator that's got these big... It's almost like uh, if you think of like Spider-Man's like iron suit that has the like, extra legs it kind of reminded me of mm-hmm. that, where it's like a Terminator skeleton that has these extra liquid metal legs that it's kind of stabbing people with.
1: Yeah, I was thinking of like Doc Ock design.
0: Yeah, 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 same kind of thing, yeah. um, and I had kind of that going for it and uh, they try to save their commander, who we don't really see properly because they've got like a mask on and like they're, you know, uh, the breather and all the rest of it. But you know, it ends with her volunteering. She's like, yeah, I volunteer, because volunteer. she's like it reminded me a Robocop actually, because she gets kind of messed up, uh, Grace. And mm-hmm. it's because she's so messed up, she's like, I volunteer for the for the enhancements. This idea that she's only been enhanced because she's already, her body's already so messed up, that okay, let's this cha- this chance it. We don't know if this is going to work, let's, you know, build a, yeah. build a Robocop out of her, essentially. This is the closest we're getting to Robocop vs. Terminator, anytime soon, so.
1: I guess so. Accept That's alright, I don't need any more Robocops, even though I know we're getting them.
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> There's that small chance it'll be the Rise of the Planet of the Apes of Robocop. And it could be amazing so <laughs> you're right that small chance um so but no yeah i i i i mean don't get me wrong i don't like this future as much as the original one i don't like how it looks as much it, it looks better than the futures from the last few movies um i don't
1: well, it looks a little salvation to me but i i i think it's okay i,
0: I think it's better shot it felt more intimidating to me than salvation um Mm -hmm. felt more like a horror movie i guess which is what i like about it but um i don't like the design of the the things as much as i do the original future Um, i definitely i don't like the name legion that much but i think the idea of if we're doing this and creating it separate yeah it shouldn't be Skynet anymore it should be something different it should be yeah it makes
1: sense that it's a different yeah yeah a different ai
0: and if this is for the most part a swan song to the original movies and i mean obviously linda hamilton if we do get another one we'll probably be back but arnold shouldn't be this is arnold's bye-bye and yeah. he, he is the hand solo of this terminator force awakens um
1: i suppose that's true i i really wish he wasn't in it
0: uh, uh sarah's the leia uh john i guess is the Luke. he's only got like a five seconds of screen time <laughs> uh, uh, danny's ray which makes uh, Grace uh, kind of fan, I guess. Obi-Wan wasn't in Force Awakens. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't like this analogy. <laughs> you can deny there's some parallels.
1: I mean, yeah, they're trying to bring back a franchise and please fans while no, but bringing no, no, in no, new but actors.
0: And the way the characters it, it, are used... I'm Passing not, the baton. Yeah, but I'm talking about the way the characters are used. The fact that you know, the old man, like, Terminator, like, dies and, like, sacri- you know, goes out and, like, sort of. So, I mean, okay, Han didn't really like, get sacrificed to those, but, you know, like, there's definitely I guess, some parallels. Like,
1: Arnold dies in all of
0: them. <laughs> I mean, that's true, but the way, I don't know, the way it worked in this, I don't know. Like, I, I just, I, okay. I, was, I was feeling the parallels. Anyway, uh, so, okay, we've set all this stuff up, and we set up this mystery of who's sending these texts. Um, so here's here's my idea for Arnold. I actually think they should have not had Arnold in this movie and had him in the second movie. Like, have the, we'll have him at the end. Have the reveal be that this guy sending the text is the Terminator who killed John, right? And have that almost be your cliffhanger or your mid credit scene. And the reason why, why I say that... Why do you like that, this idea, though? Sorry?
1: Why do you like this idea of what, what the T-101 has become?
0: now i don't necessarily love everything he's become but i think the reason why i don't love everything that he's become is because we don't see the evolution i think the problem is is that we have to see this journey i think this could make a fantastic subplot because if we're going to talk about now we'll talk about now the idea that what is a a terminator that's been sent back in time is completely disconnected from his system you know skynet the future the, the hive mind whatever you want to call it yeah what does he do once he's completed his mission that is something we've never seen happen it's just a terminator who succeeds what then happens we know
1: he he can't kill himself yeah. right
0: because well, i think i think maybe even one of the earlier reviews i said what happens if they just shut down and go to sleep and that's it like end of end of you know unless he's woken up by a skynet someday you know when he's just sitting there yeah um there's a hibernate mode like and i actually kind of love the idea of once he doesn't have a mission he does actually observe like like any intelligent life because we know he can learn that he observes and grows a conscience over decades of observing, and now do I like the fact that he has kind of a wife and a kid? I mean, uh, <laughs> like maybe not that much, but like it's not physical. But <laughs> yeah, I hate that line. But that that idea that that he grows a conscience because he's able to like because he because the way i read this right because so much of this movie is about mm-hmm. racism it's about the the treatment of, of immigrants it's about ice and could oh, like we have mm-hmm. like a containment camp at one point where you've know, we've, we've got crossing the border there's a lot of that stuff built into this movie um i think there's a genuine attempt here the idea being that his mission to kill someone is kind of like the hate that someone who's a bigot feels, right? And the idea that if you can if you can remove that somehow, if you can take away that that idea that's been programmed into them, because let's be honest, for a lot of people who feel that hate it is programmed into them, either by sure? the yeah. media or parents or whoever, right? That if you can take that away, that's how you rehabilitate them. That is because then they see other people as human beings. They empathize and they grow a conscience. And you, you, you know, you, that's how you create. So I think there's something there. There's something tangible. I wish it spent more time exploring because I can see the story in my head. I can see how many times we've we seen a great story, even Terminator Two to an extent, all in a different way. Mm-hmm. Does the the robot grows a heart or grows a conscience? Right? It's done in that because someone teaches him it, and someone like teaches him right from wrong. But,
1: Reprograms him.
0: But what about the idea of just? him on his own, now that he's got nothing to do, starts to, you know, observe and learn.
1: A Terminator with nothing to terminate.
0: Yeah. What happens? I actually love that question. Now, do I love the fact that it's just kind of like thrown in at this here? No. Do I like the jokes because he's married? No. That said, though, I did laugh out loud when he ended like his sentence. He had a little speech saying of why his wife likes him. He's like, oh, uh, she likes that I'm a good listener. She likes that I'm a father to her son, which kind of calls back to T2 because Sarah said that in one of her narration things. Um and then he just does like a pause and then he says, I'm also really funny. really deadpan. I have to admit that was a funny joke. Like, that did make me laugh. Yes. And it that be... and the,
1: uh when he's explaining about the one trouble customer he had who wanted to put solid color sheets in a girl's room and he goes, I said, Don't do it.
0: <laughs> it is, no, no. <laughs> I have to It I, was so threatening. Like... <laughs> I have to correct one detail here because it was really funny to me it's not a sheet; it was drapes. He does drapes. He's a drape salesman yeah. <laughs> and install installer. Right. <laughs> and he's like, "Don't don't do it. You do stars. You, you do little rainbows. <laughs> so he starts listing like pattern and designs." Yes. Like, <laughs> I I don't like
1: uh I don't like the Terminator in this movie.
0: I I don't, I don't like, like the play for humor. I hate I the. I don't
1: like the um.
0: The, the I don't like line. the
1: storyline for it. Because I, I, he is not a reprogrammed Terminator. I know what you're saying, and I, I get. I think you you said it very eloquently. Thank you. And I understand. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I, 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 I see that. I don't I, like it in the movie. I think he. I think he's. He, he doesn't come off as, as the the first Terminator terminator like he comes off as something that can grow and evolve and here's the problem i don't
0: want that anymore. here's here's the real problem no i think no i i do want grow, growth and evolving I, I do want those things i think that's a great we, idea Well, we
1: get it in t2 because he's been reprogrammed to do that
0: i like the idea of it just happening naturally because he's smart and he can learn i think the problem with this movie now i think it deserves a lot of time to explore it but i think the one thing that would have fixed a lot of my problems in this movie with this outside of maybe a little bit of the humor going too far is that when he he starts telling this story, show us it. Show us, give us the the, you know, the five ten minute short film showing him through the years and show us him like, you know, I can see him like sitting on a park bench doing nothing because he's has nothing to do, he's a Terminator, what, what does he want to do? It's, it's 1999, he's not got anything to do, he's sitting on a bench and he's observing things like show us the show us the story give us like i can almost see the arty student film of just this story of like a terminator like growing a conscience just by observing and how he he becomes someone i can see the twilight zone episode of this happening i can see like all these different things exploring this idea just give us that like this is the one thing where you should have done a flashback and say here's how it happened and you want like
1: the under the skin episode of of Arnold on I, I don't know in the 90s like growing a conscience and well, I, well, all I, well, of a sudden giving a shit about humanity that,
0: that's the other problem is I, don't, I think the way he describes it it sounds like it happened too quick I think it should be told over years it should be something that takes a lot of time you know I no
1: I, I don't think this is something I I don't think this is something that the the Terminator that we get from the first film would ever go through
0: That's fair. It doesn't feel like it fits the terminate your son. I'll accept that. I'll I'll accept that and even agree with it. I I just, I think I like the core idea of a machine once it's, once it's, once its purpose has been removed and it it has the ability to learn what happens. Mm -hmm. There's kind of a hopeful message in there. And I think I like the analogy that I made earlier about, you know, removing someone's hateful programming and how they can become a better person after that. I like... Mm what it's doing and i like the ideas i don't think the execution is great i think it does it it needs the time to actually explore it and it needs the time to actually sort of build up to it but i do like the core idea yeah uh
1: i guess i i just don't think you needed them. I don't that's think you need him the, in the movie. Like I think he I mean, was. No, you, I think Arnold's there for fan service. And no, he I don't is. Think... No, I,
0: I, I, agree. with that. And that's that's why I'm saying if I'm saying give this more time, which is why I'm saying if twenty million dollars went to Arnold Schwarzenegger to be in the film, like
1: you could have used that money to fix your special effects. But, but
0: this is why I'm saying, like I like the idea, and it deserves more time. Saving for the second one, have this be Linda Hamilton's movie right or for the most part her movie and let this next one be the arnold kind of vehicle where he comes back right and show him actually tell the story uh, if you're going to do it because i do think there's uh, there's merit in the idea i think there's some stuff in there and um, we have skipped over a bunch of stuff don't you get to arnold because uh they, they have to cross the border because they because they realize okay whoever's sending these texts is in texas and they get picked up uh, and detained um and uh we, we get the the rev 9 like sort of like there's one moment here where i wish they pulled the camera back because the rev 9 he's kind of like charging through like a bunch of like guys that he's like sort of fighting through and he's just kind of like you can kind of see it just briefly but what he's actually doing is he's basically just doing lots of quick stabbing blades out of his back to like stab people behind him and i'm like that's really that's really vicious give me a wide shot of that so i can see it properly (laughs) that's really neat (laughs) um it, 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 although it does beg the question later on though, when he's close to anyone else, why doesn't he just like stab them from his stomach at any point? Like just just stab them multiple times. Like you've got the ability. Yeah.
1: You could do it. Uh, why are you not always just like a like a mace?
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, like a porcupine. Spiked mace. Yes. It's stabby, stabby, stabby. Do you know what you should look like you should look like one of those I mean you look at them that often now, but remember back in the end of the nineties, early two thousands, like those visualizers for music players were really popular? Yeah, mm. all, all, all the spikes going. Yeah, right? yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it should just look at one of those, like,
1: or like a sea urchin. Why <laughs> <laughs> does he not just look like a sea urchin? <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> so, uh, you know, Grace wakes up and gets clothes and takes them because because there was like doctors examining her and being baffled by everything. That this kind of felt like a waste of time to me because we we kind of already got the gist of what they'd done to her. We didn't really need to see it explained anymore.
1: Yeah. You know?
0: uh so that was whatever but um you know the, the, she she breaks every- a way to separate everybody yeah she she breaks everyone out and they, they get out they they get away in a helicopter which is fine because i'm like, okay you can't just fly right you know? i like
1: that we get to see sarah connor like get herself out of the situation that seemed impossible oh, sure. after they made fun of her age
0: yeah because because was- they're establishing t2 that she's gonna be a lot of picks and things like that she knows what she's doing like she's we know she can break out and I actually i do kind of love that she's kind of notorious like so like she says at one point uh how are we going to cross the border with like you know an und- undocumented immigrant and uh uh me who's had my own america's most wanted episode like I, yeah. I did actually that was like a kind of a joke but that was a joke that kind of worked for me i'm like okay that that's kind yeah, of yeah yeah i
1: agree
0: i can get behind that joke um so they run off so yeah that's where the joke was where oh, oh no it wasn't quite here because uh, there's, there's a chase when they're uh they're in the is it around the helicopter no it must be later when he falls out into the cabin i don't know i don't
1: know it, what you're
0: talking about because he falls into a shed and he says sorry about the shed and the song from t2 is playing for some reason in my head i think that's I about know. here but i don't know i don't okay. know where he falls from at this point if it's from here um i don't remember <laughs> there's too many times where
1: we go into the sky
0: (laughs) yeah there's too many times we go into the sky i will say see when they're trying to cross the border i did like the visual of the drone having like the camera's a red eye and it it was Mm -hmm. it was intentionally kind of like making you think of the red eyes of the terminators it was like this is the the present day terminator we're not quite there yet i
1: like seeing i like seeing the rev 9 like tap into everything too because everything has a camera and he can find with who he's looking for instantly. Yeah, although I, I did- the machine able to tap into it.
0: I did question though why he had to go to like a mainframe to do that. I'm like, why doesn't he just- can't, why can't he just do this wirelessly? Like, <laughs> it has no Wi-Fi? Like, what, what's going on here? Um, I guess, yeah. I mean, okay, actually, I'll, I'll ex- maybe accept that because this is all like secured footage, because it's not like anyone could just go and look at some security camera footage. It has to actually go into somewhere that's like, you know, get access to it. Like, it's not mm-hmm. just like- know. Anyway, What?
1: Oh, I just remembered that I wanted to bring that up in the Watchmen review.
0: <laughs> the technology thing.
1: Because <laughs> they all use pagers.
0: That's true, yes, yeah, they have pagers. They also use CDs, I think, from the looks of it.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of those weird things I wanted to bring up. Like, oh, I guess, like, why are they afraid of technology? Is it because of Dr.
0: Manhattan or whatever? Like... Uh, note, note it down for next week. You could bring it up okay. on an episode 4 review. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, Good <editing> that. So... <laughs> Ah, that's funny enough, I'm going to find this one. Um, So, yeah, so I I like that little detail. Um, It wasn't like, it it was like, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't, I'm not going to say it was subtle, but it was was a nice kind of parallel. It wasn't like super like, hey, look at this, look at this. It was just like a nice little like, hey, here's the present day version of a Terminators, uh, this drone. Um, Still man operated, of course, but I mean, for how long? (laughs) You
1: know, for how long?
0: Uh, before the drone starts flying itself. So I will like that little touch. Uh, mm. there's, an, was, there's a movie about that that's pretty good, actually, called Eye in the Sky. I'll check it out one day. About drones. Yeah, OK. I haven't seen it. I, I remember seeing it's the trailer. it Paul in
1: it. And I think it's Alan Rickman's last movie.
0: Aw. Uh, so they get to Texas. They meet Arnold. Um, Sarah's reaction to Arnold's interesting to me. Obviously, they, they do the thing where it's very reminiscent of him stepping out of the elevator in T2. The music plays. She's sort of the in end, shock.
1: Slow. She's yeah. kind of looking at him real slow, and then has that reaction.
0: Yeah, yeah. uh She does shoot him at one point, and he just, it just it, it was when it was when they're back in the house. Actually, and he's like, "I'm going to have a hard time explaining this to uh whatever his wife's name is." <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, so that's pretty funny. Uh, but like, um, yeah, I I did think it was weird how it just took like one emotional pep talk to kind of talk or talk. Talk. to talk Sarah to go into listen to him? I mean, don't get me wrong. She's mm-hmm. still she's still like very standoffish. She's still like, making like remarks like you know I'm never going to f and call you Carl or anything like that. Uh, but, yeah. But, but even that line, even that line, I'm never going to f and call you Carl. feel like it was played for a laugh. Like, I feel like it was maybe a funny line, and I didn't feel mm-hmm. like I didn't want to feel humor when Sarah was sitting here facing the the machine that killed her son. Like. Because there's a moment later where she does call him Carl, and I saw that coming. As soon as she said that line, I'm like, okay, she's totally calling him Carl at the end of the movie. The, the the two problems I have with this is one that I don't feel she's done enough with him to really like have the arc where she accepts him as being more human, and two, yeah. we already she, like,
1: barely accepts him by the end of T two.
0: Yeah, but and two, <laughs> we already did that arc in T two. We already did the thing where she accepted the machine as like growing as a as a maybe not a human, but as a as a as a being with feelings. Uh, but then the T yeah. two, she had respect sure. for it or him, um, and that was kind of that really neat moment. So the the kind of problem with this plot is that we kind of have to almost rehash that arc. We have to rehash her becoming respect for for the Terminator, um, because mm-hmm. um, because I, I think that's one of those moments at the end that I think I I wished I loved because I think if it had the build up to justify it it would have been a great moment. But because it was like ah oh, you have not really earned this like she's, I don't it's not doesn't feel right. Um but uh but another joke that i you know i did kind of get into was the idea that you know sarah's like they'd all try to train danny how to use a gun because she has to try to learn to defend herself right she has to be able to fight with them and mm-hmm. you know terminator going to join them was like you know like essentially redemption like he wants to you know atone for john so he's going to help them like you know fight the rev 9 and whatnot and set up a kill box and uh the first glimpse of who danny really is kind of comes out where she's like no we're not going to run we're not going to run forever we're going to turn around because because sarah says let's kill the thing which i like that sarah is, thinks like that now she's not thinking about running because I've, I've ran from them before it just leads to more misery <laughs> let's just try and mm-hmm. kill the son of a bitch and grace is like no we can't do that we can't do that and danny's like no we have to kill it. This is stupid. We use me as bait and we kill it. That's a smart move. So that kind of
1: that's seen, yeah. Otherwise, he's just gonna run forever. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's seen kind of who she is. Um, and the trainer how to use weapons. And Sarah's like, no, enough with this pistol shit. <laughs> like she handles this giant ass shotgun and says, right, that <laughs> bottle just killed your brother. What are you gonna do? And she just like hits every <laughs> bottle like immediately. Realistic, probably not. But it, you know, it felt like, like the Sarah Connor attitude. So definitely, I'll take it i'll take it um so i will say i did i'm in two minds of a, an arnold line that's coming up it's better than the sarah connor version of it for sure but when they're leaving to go do the thing to go try and trap the, to, to go get the, the weapon the emp that they need to uh maybe potentially kill the the rev 9 although I, I, I was wondering why sarah at no point said is there any steel mills nearby <laughs> because that's definitely going to work <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> use, your, use your, your experience here sarah um but uh you know arnold's saying that he's he was telling his wife and stepson about how okay this, the day has come that he's passed his car with them and that he's going to have to leave and yada 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 and he says you know i told him this i told him that and the final thing he says is i told him i won't be back and i thought okay that was a good idea that was mm-hmm. a good idea that line is a good if this is his last outing and there, he, he really means it this time. <laughs> like, yeah, say I won't <laughs> be back. That's that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish the Sarah Connor one didn't happen because it kind of... It, it neuters it a little bit because we already had a, a le- reference to that line. But, okay, fine. Right, we'll, we'll take it. So there is some c- contrived plot stuff here that I didn't like. Like, Sarah just happens to know a guy in the military who can get her an EMP. And then after they get attacked... Yeah,
1: I, I kept thinking, like, okay is he a character we know like is he related to dyson or something like the son i like but i guess not like uh,
0: maybe I, don't know. I yeah i mean i guess maybe he could be that i never caught his name i never caught i know i don't think he was called dyson though i don't think i think I we would have noticed if yeah. he was called dyson um
1: but like who like owes her anything
0: yeah That was the only character i could think of who would who would understand what she's fighting would be like someone yeah, from dyson's me family too.
1: that's why i kind of made the connection
0: um but But yeah no there was no indication and not only that though not only does he have the authority to or at least steal or this emp device he also has the authority once they get attacked and they have a bit of a chase he gets shot uh so he's kind of dying uh and he has the authority when they get to this military base to just wave wave off the other guard say no they have authority to take this giant plane that belongs to us yes they have the authority for this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah um so i think it's actually here that the rev 9 falls out the sky and has the joke uh but then he catches up and gets another plane uh, mm. uh yeah so we get the big, right. the big plane but the, so the big scene that happens though before they get attacked in this, the sky is the reveal of who who danny is uh and i actually really like this this is one of the the movie's ideas that, that i mean I, yeah i like the idea of the terminator stuff and in, in theory if it, if it was done right but you can take all that out because the great idea of this movie uh the, the emotion that kind of works for me is that this movie's saying no it's not a guy it's not your son mm-hmm. it's you you're the leader of the resistance it's not someone in the future it's you yourself who is going to stand up and fight this it's a woman it's not even an american mm-hmm. <laughs> right it's, it's a mexican woman who's going to be the savior of humanity and there was a line in this scene that almost really upset me because Grace turns to her and says, "No, you—you've trained me. You saved me. You taught us how to fight. You—you you got everyone together," and you know it lines up with some things we've seen with Danny's personality. That she does do this, right? she she is a bit yeah. of a leader. She does uh, want to fight, and she is smart and tactical. It—you it, know—it sets those things up. Um, but there's a moment here where Grace says to her, "You used to always tell me." That there is no fate but what we make and i almost really cringed and it cut to sarah and sarah kind of gave her this look like that's weird like she said that and i went oh okay i like this and i'll tell you why i like it because at first i took it as oh we're forcing that line then oh it just happened to be a line she also heard but then i got what it was doing it's setting mm. up that sarah's going to train her Sarah's going to be the one that trains her. And the reason why she said that line to Grace is because she heard it from Sarah. Which is why, in retrospect, now that I'm thinking about it, right. it's OK that Grace calls it a Terminator because it's Sarah who calls it that. It's Sarah who right. who who taught Danny that name, oh, okay. who's yeah, then I didn't taught it to everyone else.
1: But you're right. Boom. I mean, I, I make the connection that Sarah trains her, but yeah. I didn't make a connection to those lines of dialogue.
0: Uh, you're right
1: yeah you're
0: right it's self-fulfilling the reason why they have those lines and those names is because sarah w- is the one that names them it's it's beautiful um it's, it's, <laughs> it's the causality loop again now don't get me wrong um there is a problem in this movie where it's saying that even though this future that sent arnold back and sent the t-1000 back doesn't exist anymore uh technically that means that kyle reese never exists anymore uh like like all, all the conversations we ever had about like the the, the loop is kind of broken because now it's like no everything that they sent back in time is still here but that future doesn't exist anymore (laughs) Like okay whatever
1: i mean doesn't that kind of happen with t2 uh
0: well no because they they destroy everything right like that's the whole point is that they destroy everything so that future can't happen
1: right so kyle reese doesn't go back in time
0: oh i get what you're saying okay sure yeah so technically john okay yeah okay i guess technically that was already true then is that the things that were there stuck it fits around.
1: with the canon of the-
0: actually technically <laughs> of these rules technically then the the real dark end of t2 should have been after they, they killed the terminator Sarah should have well there's one more thing we have to kill you shouldn't exist <laughs> <laughs> it just pushes them in the in the molten metal yeah right <laughs> all right done job everything with the future has gone <laughs> that was future seed that was future sperm Therefore, John Connor must die.
1: <laughs> yep, or he just fades away.
0: <laughs> that was actually pretty funny. <laughs> um, Glad you're enjoying yourself. I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> um, are you not? is this is this is this uh, is this, uh, is, this uh, is it miserable for you? <laughs> oh, no, no, it's good. It's just late. <laughs> So the the revenant attacks. We have this ridiculous action scene. Um, I didn't like it in the trailer. I don't like it here, where they're, they're dangling. Like uh, Grace is dangling from the 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 hum the Humvee that's got a parachute. The the whole thing's just really silly and over the top for me. Um,
1: yeah, it's a ride.
0: Um, I will say this as well. Like again, t- going back to like they have to copy things from the previous ones is like does Arnold have to lose his arm like every time? Like <laughs> every single time. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> it's always
1: the same thing it's always his arm gets exposed part of his face like it's always and part of his face I just i rolled my eyes
0: when his arm get ripped off i just always i just i'm like oh seriously like genesis did this you know (laughs) three kind of did the arm thing two definitely did the arm thing yeah definitely did like absolute nonsense the whole thing what comes after though i mostly like i do think a couple of the moments in the finale are unearned but I do like the theory behind them, and and like the moment themselves, right? And what really mm-hmm. helps, of course, is you know when Arnold appears again because like they're they trying to like get into this dam because uh, they've all kind of landed in the water and you know Grace can barely walk, and but Arnold shows up. He kind of slides down. He actually jumps down. He jumps off the top of the dam and lands at this bit at the bottom. Um, it's a really kind of a badass entrance. And when he walks up, you just hear the oh yes they're teasing the theme now oh yes we're getting there and he hands the syringe because like you know, grace made a couple of syringes of all the like, the medical supplies they had she made like you know because assuming there's a, some sort of concoction she has to make with like three or four things she made like two syringes for later yeah
1: something with insulin and yeah adrenaline or something yeah
0: uh, so Arnold gives her the last syringe and he's able to, because Grace cannot rip off the door because her, her strength is gone, so he rips off the door. Um, and they go in, and, you know, again, yeah, I mean, this is, again, reminiscent of Terminator in the sense that we always have to end in an, an industrial-stale place, but that that doesn't bother me as much. because I, I don't mind. Yeah, that, that, that I feels mean, more we're like...
1: we're fighting an industrial thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, it feels more like an aesthetic choice that is consistent rather than, like, a specific, like, oh, we have to do a truck chase again. But... Uh, we have yeah. this fight, and there's lots of moments in this fight that I really, really like. Um, I uh, love the spinning chain. Uh, the spinning chain um, is is great. Uh, Arnold fighting uh, fighting the Rev Nine is great. Rev Nine try to just talk them into giving her up, I actually kind of like. Like, he, like I like that's yeah. a tactic. Like he's programmed to do that. Like, oh, just give it to. And you know, and again, this is like one of the first moments where it's almost like Sarah's accepted that Arnold has evolved. Because she said, because, you know, he says, why not just hand her over? And she says, because we're not effing machines. And she kind of includes Arnold in that almost, because he's standing with them. Um,
1: With his uh, machine
0: arm out. Yeah. I did actually, someone referred to this scene as a. Arnold's Angels, because it's him and three women <laughs> standing there. <laughs> me a chuckle. That's uh, funny, yeah. Uh, but uh, so they have this fight, and you know, I mean, it was all a bit ill prepped because uh, Danny's like, no, that's just standard ground. This is our kill box, right? Because that was the other hint that Sarah was going to train her, because earlier on she uses the, the phrase kill box, and Danny kind of learns it from her. Um, but she's like, this is our kill box, right? We're going to do it, and it's all right, fine. I'm like, yeah, but you're not prepped anything.
1: We're going to do you've got nothing <laughs> planned. <laughs> We'll just use what we got. Well, wait, we got yeah. spinny things. Yeah, we got those big we spinny
0: t- turbine things. Uh, we, we'll use those. Some
1: kind of turbine.
0: Um, and what's great is that after like it, you know it gets trapped in that, uh, it comes back up. And by this point, Arnold's has like, been down for the count. Um, Grace is pretty down for the count, uh, and you know Sarah's like kind of down. For, you know she's like, been knocked down as well. And um, I loved yeah. it as as a, a rev nine. I think he's actually fighting Grace. I think he's about to kill Grace. I think he's like right on the the cusp of killing Grace. Uh, Danny just like picks up something and starts hitting the shit out of him. Like she starts fighting yeah. and what I like about it is, is that he's clearly weakened at this point. He's he's been through the ringer, so he's a weaker Terminator right now. And yeah. she says, "I don't care. I'm going to fight back." And this is kind of coming back to the the, the kind of the. the the we can fight back message of the movie this kind of like we can be strong we can fight um you know it, obviously the feminist parts there but also just the general fighting the, the oppression in general right um, and she's like, no, screw this. I'm going to fight back myself. And it's kind of her Sarah Connor moment, right? It's her in the factory at the end choosing to, you know, and that I was choosing to run and fight for her life as opposed to physically fighting back. But this is yeah. but this is different because she's not Sarah Connor. She's John Connor. So essentially, so she- As
1: was stated in the film.
0: Yes, yes. Didn't really need that. Yeah, Sarah didn't need to say she's John. Like that was kind of- I actually overcome. really
1: liked the, the flashback slash forward <laughs> scene that we get of her when she's a couple years older and saving- young grace oh sure yeah yeah i like that human like she still looks kind of like a kid but i mean the things that she says like they really work like they although
0: i mad. i did have one problem with that scene i thought the acting of the uh the thugs she's trying to convince to be good were not yeah. good they were bad
1: Consistent with the other terminator films
0: With <laughs> the salvation he's amazing yes bill paxton's great yes uh nice night for a walk yeah this guy's a couple of cans <laughs> short of a six pack. Anyway, uh, <laughs> see how easy it is to just start quoting Terminator one and two. Um, yeah, I watched it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, she's being a shit out of him, and like, um, basically, she's she, basically she, she obviously like she can only sort of hit it so much before it's maybe going to get strength back and you know kill her. And Sarah's yelling at Arnold like, "Help her, you son on of your a bitch!" Feet, soldier on your feet. I shouldn't say that line, but it's basically at that moment you know, Carl, wake the f up. <laughs> And that's the car, and I was like, do you know what, I would have liked that a lot if we'd actually spent the whole movie like building to it. But it, you know, it was introduced so late, we've not done enough to really earn that moment. Um, but the moment with, with Arnold that I do really like, not in the context of this movie, although I do like the idea of like him getting redemption, but in the context of like Arnold saying goodbye to the franchise, is him holding down the evil Terminator as the most heroic version ever of the main theme plays, as his yeah. skin is burning off to reveal the skeleton. Like that moment on its own is beautiful <laughs> it's because the, the turbines like you know because they've, they've got the, uh, the EMP out of because uh, uh, the power source that Grace has uh, can kill can kill him uh, and you know Arnold's holding it down into him so he can't get back up and he has to essentially hold him down while this, everything's going to explode. So he's sacrificing himself. And as he's doing it, he's, it's like it's, his good arms, like the skin's starting to like burn away and it's revealing the arm. And he, he turns and looks up at Sarah and says for John as his face burns off and it just reveals the t- And what's so beautiful, it, and this is where it makes me think again of these other movies. This reminds me of Jurassic World in a weird way. And stay with me here when I say this. Jurassic World... You've got this shitty new hybrid thing, this new beast that's the villain, right? And the mm-hmm. hero at the end of the movie is the T-Rex. It's the mm-hmm. T Rex and the Velociraptor, the two main dinosaurs from Jurassic Park team up to take on the 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 bad dinosaur, right? And win. And it's this heroic moment. It's this standing thing where you're like, yes, screw you, new stupid thing. The T Rex forever. And this moment is the classic endoske- is the T eight hundred endoskeleton like his last hurrah the last time we uh, theoretically should ever see one because there's no more coming from the future they they're all gone this is the last of its kind and it's it's saving the day it's, it's going out with sacri- sacrifice in itself to save the day for hope in the future and this kind mm-hmm. of like this beautiful imagery of the last ever like classic terminator skeleton like dying holding down this evil terminator like there's, there's this like again it's sarah connor and the terminator from the first movie in essence teaming up to you know taking out this this bad terminator and it's kind of like yeah f yeah like our like heroic like you know old versions going out with one last hurrah and that element of it works quite well even though there's too much nostalgia stuff in this movie that moment does work for me like hearing that theme with the heart the brass comes in to really oomph it up because because you hear like a sort of emotional string version coming in and then the brass comes in at the moment of like detonation where he says for john and i'm like you know what that moment worked for me on its own is the goodbye to Arnold? i couldn't have asked i mean i wish the movie earned it more but as a goodbye to arnold right. i couldn't have asked arnold, for a better moment
1: don't come back for any more reboots
0: no of no this franchise. you're done you're done
1: if this one if this one fails in the box office and they're like screw it we'll <clears> do it again <throat> in five years don't come back
0: yeah don't don't <laughs> especially because at that, by that point you'll be like 75 or something like, that. like <laughs> at that point too much too old too much um, yeah, good. <laughs> yes. Uh, so um and I love this this epilogue scene that I really love, um, where uh, Danny goes to see young young Grace, like who's playing in a playground. Mm. Again, kind of evoking imagery of T2, right? Um The playground looking through the mesh fence at the playground. Very T2. Um very and, then T2. Ver- and then it becomes very T1 because it's gets in the there's a very similar Jeep to the end of T one and Save is yeah. already there. And what I really liked here. Um. Obviously, again, you've got this brass version of the main theme coming in. It's this heroic moment, and but keep in mind here, it's Danny who drives. She gets in and Mm -hmm. drives perfectly. So it's just this nice little bookend of like, no, she's driving now. And now, don't get me wrong. My one problem with this scene is I wish there was no dialogue. I wish it was just her getting in the car next to Sarah Connor. They're both sitting there with sunglasses on, and they drive off down the road into you know the future. Right.
1: You didn't want to hear say that she she won't let her die for it again.
0: Yes, I I didn't need any of the explanation. They they kind of over-explained it too much. But just the yeah. visual of them getting in the jeep together and driving off at the end of T one, and again this message that now it's her that's going to save the future. It's a new generation. It's a new future. Uh, all these Sarah things. Sarah Connor
1: gets to train another John Connor. You know, it's what she was meant to do.
0: And what, what's beautiful about that is that like, of course she she's she's equipped to do this. She did it before. She she can do it yeah. again. Damn it! And she's the best equipped to do it. And there is something beautiful about that message of no it's not like i mean obviously there's the feminist side of like it's not a man it's just you like it's not like as as great as sarah connor's story i mean don't i think i still think sarah's story in the first movie is better than this movie because i don't think this is as as well written as terminator or directed as terminator but like the idea that in terminator it was the idea that no your son that we hear about that's just this man your typical all all hero man is going to be Mm -hmm. the savior and you're just the mother of the savior uh, but <laughs> you now you need to birth it. Congratulations! Because yes. um, there's that awkward line <laughs> she has actually, where she, when she still thinks it is going to be her son, she says, "Oh, it's just your womb that's important," and that's kind of weird because Sarah is like really important to John, and not just in, because she gave birth to him. <laughs> like she's kind of like a big deal to him in terms of shaping him to be who well, he is. Well, yeah, well,
1: Sarah is because Sarah's the one who trains John. That's yeah. why she's important too. She's a legend. I, 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 I guess we don't know that Danny is a legend. We know sure. that Danny we think that danny's going to give birth to uh the the legend
0: but i, I guess i guess it's going back to over explaining the message too much like i think the idea of the twist being that it's her is enough for the message to work it didn't need sarah making yeah. this really on the nose line about oh it's your room that's important oh, otherwise you're just flesh like that felt like a weird on the nose statement to make at that point um yeah we get it you know we, we get it and i like the message a lot i actually like it a ton um yeah, I, me too. I just i don't, i think they, they they drove it home a bit too much occasionally. Um, at the moment I would glossed over that I because there's a lot of references like we said to the previous films there's one that I do think I want to mention that I liked because of what it represented in the previous films is when Arnold's leaving the house he almost like picks up the sunglasses and like the dun 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 dun, dun dun and then he chooses to not put them on because well, you know, if you go back to our ta- us talking about the first two Terminator movies, in Terminator 1, he goes from not having sunglasses to having sunglasses, the idea that he's become less human. But in Terminator 2, he goes from not having them, or sorry, having them to not having them to uh, show that he's becoming more human. And that's why Sarah mm-hmm. has them, is because she's becoming less human over the course of the film. Uh, so this moment here of him picking them up and choosing not to put them on, again, even just the idea that he chooses, it's not about. Like, what makes most sense? Because he never chose to do He never chose to take them off in, in Terminator 2. It just happened by circumstance, but it still represented something visually. Here, the character makes a choice not to take them. So, again, I like that idea. Uh, again, it's, like a, it's a small good thing and an uh, execution that's not great, but...
1: Um, right. Oh, well, we also talked about, like, he originally wears the sunglasses not to look cool, but to hide that he's a machine because his eyes are exposed or whatever. His is damaged in some way and he needs to cover it up in the first one yeah but in the first one in the second one he kind of chooses to wear him because it makes him look cool well my my theory (laughs) sorry a little bit like okay
0: i think my theory on that is that i don't know it's something to do with their vision like the sunglasses helps or something like that i don't know
1: yeah but you have to make up a theory for that to work it, it makes sense in the first film in the second film like he's just like programmed to try to be as cool as possible. That's the only way that it really works out. He gets the coolest bike. Yeah, <laughs> he but, gets to, the but Terminator,
0: Terminator Two is nearly perfect. So you know what? I'll let it slide. <laughs> it's true. I do. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, we want to see him in sunglasses. I get it. Yeah, um, but but I, again, that that has a a, a story like that's well not a story probably that is a thematic beat to play out him losing the sunglasses tells us something it represents something and mm-hmm. this is what i'm saying this moment here with the sunglasses it's a callback to the other movies but it actually says something about who he is now it actually gives us information Whereas some of the other ones like sarah saying i'll be back is just nothing but the fan service it's just nothing but hey wink wink remember i'll be back yeah 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 remember that so the ones that actually add to the plot and tell us something about the character and how they've changed or something like that are great the ones that are just wink wink here it's like say nostalgia remember terminator like those ones <laughs> not so much yeah so all right those can be a problem um but yeah that, I, I mean i like the ending i like the ending a lot and it, it does set up this idea where we have this new future now and this is the thing if we if we do somehow get a sequel to this we and I, I would be game for one, and I don't love this movie. I think it has a lot of problems. Uh, I've mentioned a number of them throughout, but there's definitely a lot of things in here I liked. But if we get yeah, a sequel to this, uh, which I would be game for, which I've never been to any of the other ones up until now, is um, they can't have t 800s They can't have Arnold. They can't have anything from Skynet. It has to be about this new future. It has to be about Danny. It has to be. It
1: has to be original
0: yep which is not something that
1: they like to do in a terminator film so yes we'll see
0: but this did have some new ideas and even though it did still kind of stick largely to the formula which is you know to its to its yeah. detriment i think uh like i think that's one of the things that kind of it suffers from um but i i do i do like grace i like danny and i i cared about them surviving
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they always felt vulnerable which was nice uh which is good but
1: yeah i agree like she was like a really powerful kyle reese yes yeah she reminded more i like that she was never used for comedy
0: no never no she was dead serious she 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 reminded me far more of kyle than she ever did like the good terminator you know she even though Mm -hmm. she had the augmentations like she always felt more like a kyle reese character yeah yeah definitely uh, down down to the volunteering down to the fact that she was in the resistance you know all these things like
1: yeah yeah I think we were meant to. She's meant to be our Kyle Reese. I mean, I mean
0: hell, even awesome. even even the idea that she like uh, dreams a flashback that's, that that, ha- that literally happens in Terminator yeah. One with Kyle. <laughs> so, you know, there's that. That's that. Um, and we don't get much of that that original future, but when we do get it at the start, it does feel like that original future. And I thank them for it. <laughs>
1: it. Yeah, it feels like it feels like it belongs. Yeah. In this world, so I'm yeah, thank you, Terminator Dark Fate
0: thank you for that but not without your faults and you know i, I like ultimately right. ultimately it, it still feels like a lesser film it's nothing compared to t1 and 2 it does feel like an optional expansion if you want to phrase it that way no
1: it doesn't make me angry
0: <laughs> it doesn't make you angry um yeah
1: are people upset about this movie i sound it, like
0: you've it's been very 50 50 i've seen people uh, say that it shits over all over t2 and they sound very upset about that They think it just throws it all at the window. Uh, okay.
1: So they're just holding on to the one moment then really.
0: Um I, I guess I, I guess the whole idea that it erases that entire future I guess but for me I think if the franchise is going to continue um, I mean, it's got to it's, it's got to do a new thing. It's got to have a new fresh Leave
1: the past behind
0: thing to spin out it it
1: if you have to now, don't get me it's wrong cow- I, I still <laughs> believe
0: you can do a good future war movie with John Connor However, I think Salvation ruined that as an idea for people, and I think the time has passed. I think now, yes, we do something because this is the thing. I love that this movie actually has something to say. It has this, uh, you know, this this fresh character who's a very different character, and it, this message mm-hmm. is very positive, which is something that I think we need. I think movies that have something to say inherently feel like they have more purpose. And well, I think yep. the the pacing and execution is a bit off. I think the action is not always good. Um, some of the moments do not have the weight they should because it, they don't feel earned ultimately there is still a message behind it there's something to say there is moments that are good i like the music a lot um i like the new characters and mm-hmm. uh, i think this is the sort of thing where i think a sequel to this that really goes in goes in deep to the new stuff could really become something special where it really it would is... have
1: to be a future war film right for the sequel uh
0: not necessarily i could see it being like right before the new judgment day and like at the end of her training, and there's and like, another
1: Terminator gets sent back to kill them, or
0: yeah, maybe like this Terminator's been sent back, or
1: isn't that too redundant at this point?
0: It all well, depends. Do you? I mean, I feel like Sarah Connor doesn't really survive into Judgment Day, right? I feel like if you want to have her training, Danny, that's the second movie, still pre-Judgment Day. Um, if you want to have Danny's like rise after, then yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be after Judgment Day. Okay. If I was to put money on it. I would say it's set before Judgment Day and it's still going to be time travel.
1: Well, that's the formula that I think a studio would say, yes, this is what we need to do mm-hmm. because we need to have a Terminator go back in time and try to kill our hero. But yes. if you want to bring Mackenzie Davis back, then you have to have a future war film.
0: Yeah. Because she, she, she's she... got to be older. Yes. But that, that, that means Danny has to be much older, though. She's going to be adult Mackenzie Davis.
1: Yeah, that's all right. She's like a teenager in this movie, so maybe a couple of years from now maybe she'll grow another foot who knows
0: <laughs> she is really small actually she's like she's like five foot nothing uh, yeah she's really small <laughs> um but like because 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 i mean you buy that she's only a few years older when uh, we see the, the flashback or flash forward when she saves kid yeah. kid grace because we see that grace in present day is only you know a few years younger than this you know she's only that's only like four years in the future but like mm-hmm. adult grace like by the time she's like her age in this like danny has to be like Pushing what fifty, mid forties at least. You do adult math? grace. Yeah. If you want Mackenzie Davis in in the sequel in the future war, it means that well, Danny has she's to be
1: thirty two right now. Right. So if you do a couple, yeah, a few years from now, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so what? <laughs> Nothing wrong with pushing (laughs) forty. Oh,
0: so spot.
1: Uh, no, I'm not pushing (laughs) forty. I agree. I don't think you are either. (laughs) I'm like
0: around Mackenzie age,
1: Davis age.
0: (laughs) As am I. I I would say we're both equally around her age. Yes. Opposite ends of that you that around, but we don't need to go into specifics. <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean,
1: dark I think fate, you gave a pretty good summary of your thoughts. Maybe it's time to rate. That's I was, I was just
0: going to go into your ratings. I was just going to go into ratings. Um, yeah, I was going to, I was kind of going to summarize a little bit again, admittedly, but yes, we'll go into your ratings, Tara. <laughs> you can summarize your thoughts and rate Terminator Dark Fate.
1: Okay, well. I think as far as Terminator sequels go uh, past T2, it's uh, it's definitely the best one we've had. Uh, I agree. There, the stuff that's really good about the movie, I think, is great. And I really held on to it. And I actually really want to see it again. Um, and But unfortunately, it does still suffer from new action movie problems and... Mm-hmm. Um, not trusting its audience problems and clinging uh, to the
0: past a bit that's, too much. That is
1: going to hurt it. Yeah, yeah, clinging to the past a bit too much. Um, and that is going to hurt my rating a bit. But I still recommend it. I, I can't believe it, but I, I'm going to recommend a Terminator sequel past T2. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think it's a. Uh, do I want to go eight? Because eight's pretty high
0: it it in my skill says it's great do you mm. think it's great
1: i think it's seven
0: point five <laughs> oh, non um yeah i i am dancing a little bit lower uh a little bit okay um i, I am thinking around a six point five maybe a seven because I think I've actually came off cross as sounding more positive than that in this review, just because I'm so satisfied that it's not a complete train wreck like the last one. <laughs> so I think by, yeah. by its nature, I've definitely... But my complaints that I've made, though, are, some of them are pretty big. Like, my feelings, yeah. especially later on as the film goes on, when I feel like the the action doesn't have the weight to it that I want it to, and I feel like the big like emotional moments like are good in theory, but don't have the actual weight there to make them work as, as well as they should. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like... Like, that's actually, this is how you feel about Arnold in this movie, right? Or what, what they're hoping for, is that they're, they're basically hoping that your your feelings about Arnold in T2 will carry over so that they don't have to do as much with this Arnold, even though it's a completely different character, technically.
1: Yeah. It's not the same guy, because he got melted.
0: Exactly. So this is a new character, but they're, they're hoping that we'll just carry over our feelings here because we care about Arnold the Terminator. And that's not true. It's a different character. So I think by relying on that, it doesn't quite work. Um so i'm gonna go I'm gonna go six point five i i i i I still have to be harsh for the reasons why i why I think it it does ultimately come across as just a decent movie with some great ideas okay but there's some stuff i mean I'll say this much I have been listening to the last few tracks of that soundtrack like tons of times in the last couple of days since I saw it, yeah yeah so
1: i'm glad I'm, I'm glad that they use the themes
0: oh me too because so they work they really do they really do properly properly I'm if gonna you're going to
1: bring something over from the early films why not bring out for you know the stuff that people love that wasn't used in the other sequels for some reason i
0: don't know it's, it's, it's baffling and that, that's the other thing with the references though is that you know we saw Genesis Salvation and three also all make all these callbacks. And I feel like even some of the callbacks in this feel like the callbacks we've seen already. Like, you know, yeah. we've done this callback with this thing before already. We've done, you know, like, I mean, thank God they didn't have Arnold do the smile. Oh my God. I, I was ex- almost expecting it. <laughs> or the thumbs up somehow. Like, see, so. Oh, that... I
1: was so expecting a thumbs up at the end.
0: Oh, see, see if they Please don't do it. Please don't do it. See if okay. he'd done the thumbs up as he was, like, burning and the theme was playing, I would have, like, it would have ruined the entire moment. I'd have hated it. and <laughs> I'd have, been like, no. This Earl does not learn the thumbs up. This is bullshit. <laughs> awesome, Avista, baby.
1: Yes, they, 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 yeah, no, no.
0: can't do any of that shit. None of that shit. So, um. Uh... But anyway, that that is Dark Fates. Surprisingly positive. Not it's not a home run. Like that, that. That's the thing here. It's 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 got some good ideas and it is it is decent. Uh, but it is not great. It is not it's not a classic or a masterpiece. It it, mm-hmm. it it never really could be with the 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 way that we're going to go about it with this nostalgia sequel kind of idea. Um, ultimately, it feels like a fan trying to make a Terminator movie. You know, 20, 25 years later. Um, and as that, it's not bad. But it's not the home run that you maybe want. If you're no. gonna, I'll I'll just reiterate what I said at the start. If you're getting into this hoping for a true Terminator Three, that movie is never going to exist, and you have to accept that this is more <laughs> Terminator expansion, uh, the Legion uh, timeline or whatever. <laughs> like, okay. You know.
1: Yep, yeah. it's legends, not canon.
0: Yes, yes. Because was that a Star Wars reference? It sure is you bitch (laughs) terminator 2 for me is always going to feel at the end of the story and then everything afterwards is like this optional like what if scenario kind of thing sure but there you go terminator dark fate that is us we've done it we've done we've officially done all six terminator movies and given that this one's not doing that well we'll see you for the next soft reboot in (laughs) in three or four years time um don't do it arnold just stay out get out get out this is texas (laughs) (laughs) i'm i do drapes. i do drapes (laughs) (laughs) uh so this has been terminator dark fate you can let us know what you think of the film in the comments below uh, you can like and subscribe of course remember to ding the bell on youtube to make sure you get the notifications uh and, you know obviously if you want to supporters you can rate the podcast on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to them and you can give us five stars that helps a lot it puts us higher up in best of lists and it puts us higher in recommendation lists and things like that uh all all good things uh, of course tarot earlier on in the middle mentioned patreon go there if you want to support us financially get some cool bonuses for your troubles uh, so you can go do that um if you watch the live streams i do occasionally on youtube you might see me do an interpretive dance if uh people pay me for it uh, <laughs> what <laughs> I'll, ex- I'll explain in a second after after we've cut uh that that has been that has been Terminator dark fate get us on twitter at the ace podcast if you want updates and stuff like that uh but that is us so uh check out other content we do horror movie podcast screams after midnight i uh, mean tara also review twilight zone episodes every week right now we're reviewing the watchman tv show together uh, so check out that too um but that's all so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching sci-fi movies guys and computer at salsa
1: yum yum